The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And boom goes the dynamite. It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back for another brand new episode of The Boom, brought to you as always by the good people here at Fight Game Media. I'm your host, James B. McDaniel, a.k.a. Peppermint Fatty on social media. Uh, Kevin, how has your week been? Uh, it's been pretty good. You're you're a little low-key tonight. You've, you've I'm, been dealing with a... I'm I am <laughs> you're I rarely get them but I get these things called visual migraines that rarely turn into full-blown migraines but they take a lot out of you they uh and and I had one hit one hour ago what makes so, it visual is it, so, is it like the halo because I get that sometimes yeah you get, get a migraine you get a you halo get and you a, kaleidos- a kaleidoscope like yep. halo mm-hmm. and and sometimes it can get really bad like once I ran off the road <laughs> Oh no! Because I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. see anything. They can't see, yeah. And it had never been that bad, so it takes a lot out of me. So I may be a little low key tonight. We'll see. All right. I'm going to try and power through. I'm, I'm pounding an energy drink here, Monster Energy, which is probably not prescribed for when you're <laughs> you're coming off of a migraine. Yeah. Like, luckily, this one seemed kind of light. Doing research. Yeah, I'm still feeling the effects a little bit, but I think we're going to be good. But this was maybe the most wrestling. That has been oh foisted gosh. upon me outside outside of a WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, in my whole life, we had two hours of dynamite. Mm-hmm. We had two hours of rampage. One hour of Battle of the Belts. We had basically we had six hours of AEW this week. Yeah, but luckily most of it was very very good. I really enjoyed it. We had yeah. a possible greatest of whatever greatest of all time to talk about <laughs> this this and, week's greatest of all time that's right and most of the angles honestly it's been a little while it's been like a little it's been a minute since they've given us like a six star match it's it's you know but hey ftr tanned rested and ready yeah young the youngest most vascular men on the planet oh they were, re- they were ready I don't know to roll. about that that's well that's the match i want to see i want to see the match for the the most vascularity and professional wrestling between the outrunners and FTR. They we'll get that at, at Wembley. That's what I'm thinking. By the way, I didn't see this in the notes, but one thing we need to talk about is mm-hmm. word is coming out that Wembley is going to be a pay-per-view. Oh, that's right. I didn't even write that down. Which is right. really concerning to me. <laughs> yeah. I try yeah. and give AEW all my money. Every pay-per-view I've I have yeah, purchased I try to legally. support them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But when you're trying to give me two pay-per-views in two weeks Mm-mm. i'm i can't do like i can't i can 
but I can't justify it to myself. I've got too much of my dad in me. That man was born in the Depression, 1935. And not uh, yesterday. No, that's right. I, I'm, I'm not, I can't give him $100 a week. I can't no. do that. And we both no. know it'd be probably one, 110, 120. That's going to be interesting. I think all in is where my money would go. And they could be, mm-hmm. if, if all out is a pay-per-view as well, this, this could be, we could see some troubling numbers. Yeah. And a whole lot also, of pirating. A whole lot of pirating because piratings, of pirating. piratings, let me tell you, there have, I know loads of people who have tried to buy AEW pay-per-views through, um, oh, what is it? A bleach report through BR report. And they couldn't do it. They couldn't yeah. give their money and they knew exactly where to go for streaming because streaming's easy and it works. It literally mm-hmm. works better than BR. And, mm-hmm. um, on the same note, Kevin, um, I read that there's also a lot of talk inside AEW and with Warner Media of going to 12 pay-per-views a year. Yeah. Um, been, which is also trying to block that out. It's also very, very troubling. If they do that, and I really hope they don't do that, I hope they go to I hope they 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 I hope it's a slow roll. I hope it's a slow roll over a few years. If it's yeah. 12, it's going to oh hurt the gosh. it's going to hurt the company. I don't know how Tony I don't even know if Tony Khan has it in him to do one month booking. Tony's more of an 18 no. to 24 month guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I can't imagine what yeah. that would look like. He'd have to give it to I Daniel Bryan every other pay-per-view. Not... Yeah, exactly. He just needs to offload it to them, which, you know, that might get me to buy. I know, like I'd yeah, I was talking tonight. I was talking. Yeah, I would. I was talking to uh, my wife this evening, telling her we're recording tonight, and she was like, "Give her my best, by the way." I will. I will. Uh, I. Uh, she was like, "You know, how's that going?" And I said, "You know, it's going well. It's it's a harder than it was." She's like, "Oh, why?" And I was like, "Well, because you know they added TV. Used to watch just Wednesday night, and they added Friday, and now it's Saturday night too. So it's five hours a week just to keep up." <laughs> and now God this week was six. She was like, "You're telling me you watch five <laughs> hours of that?" And I was like, "Honey, that's not even. That's not even all I watch." No, exactly. <laughs> By the way, um, yeah. this Saturday was one of the f- maybe three. So this weekend is the 100th mm-hmm. episode. No, it's the one year anniversary of On Patrol Live. Then the following week, oh yeah, is our 100th mm-hmm. episode. In those hundred episodes, Kevin, we've not trended on Twitter maybe twice, three times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this last Saturday was one of them because AEW Collision, um, TNA's pay-per-view, the Impact pay-per-view, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and um there was there was something else wrestling related. Either way, it was, was it the G one, was it? That wouldn't be No, that it, time. it wasn't trending yet. It wasn't yeah. trending yet. It was a few hours before. But um, the exa- there's a lot of wrestling out there, man. There's yeah, a lot. There's a lot. And, uh, and I even tried to watch a little bit of the G1 this weekend. Yeah. And I, I know Eddie. having to pick like two matches. And I know Eddie won his first match. Mm-hmm. I haven't even thought about, like, generally, I start, I, I generally, I start acquiring the shows mm-hmm. as soon as I can, like a, mm-hmm. a day or two after they happen. And then I casually watch when I can, but I haven't even 
There's yeah. been so much with AEW this week. I haven't mm-hmm. even had an opportunity to even think about downloading the G1s. I mean, yeah, I legally acquiring them. Right. With it's money. On New Japan World. Yes. Yeah. And... Which I keep forgetting. I think I have. <laughs> that's, that's the best part. That makes it okay. Yeah. That makes that's it okay. That's what I figure. You're paying for it. Yeah. But um so which uh, which G1 matches did you did you watch? Do you remember offhand? I watched the only thing I watched was um there was a shoot the shooter shoot uh Shota Umino Umino and uh Ren Narita in like a former young Lions match, you know, the yeah. kind of real deal guys, their first G1 and they had a draw, which was great. And I was especially awesome. proud because uh I managed to fill out my uh, G1 bracket for a uh, post wrestlings contest and uh i was very proud of myself that i picked a draw on the first night no to be a draw no yes even predicted oh my can you very proud of my prognostication skills can can you imagine what the vegas odds would have been on that 13 people in the entire pool picked it picked it correctly and i was one of them i don't know very proud of that do you know how many people were in the pool i don't know like 17 18 no i don't uh (laughs) i think there's like 100 maybe around 100 people that's that's fantastic. That is awesome. Um, and then I the watched thing the is, Will Shota Ospreay Umino match. is Shota Umino very AEW related. Also, mm-hmm, Will Osprey. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was he fighting in the first round? Shota Umino against. was Ren Narita. Okay, yeah, who's kind of the Shibata guy? And no, who did, Os- who did Will wrestle? Oh, Will Osprey wrestled uh, Taichi. Oh, uh, it was surprisingly good, and Taichi won. No way. Uh, yeah, they did that's a really one of the- cool. They did a cool uh, spot that I think will be like a storyline of the whole thing where uh, Taichi caught him like in a high paced sequence. He caught him with a kick to the ear and Ooh. Osprey sold it like he like his eardrum was popped. Oh, that's and cool. So he played it off like his equilibrium was off for the rest yeah. of the match and he ended up losing because of it. So I think that's going to kind of be the thing. I so bet I'm, he really I'm going to try to keep tears. I'm going to try to keep tabs on all the AEW adjacent people mm-hmm. in G1. I love that. So, yeah. I'll, um, try to, I'll try to stick to that this week along with you. I, I yeah. bet Will Osprey really enjoyed a, a guy like him who's so good. He has mm-hmm. to enjoy, take a lot of pleasure in doing things like that or throughout the yeah, whole match. He's got to remember my equilibrium's yeah. messed up. Um, also, mm-hmm. that's one of the best parts of the G1 is you get these massive upsets every yeah. year. Generally, it's a Yano upset, uh, so mm-hmm. I'm glad to see Tai Chi pulled that one off. Let's see. I don't know if Eddie what, Kingston what, what, and Yano are in the same bracket, but that would be a fun match. Oh, my God. Yeah, I need to pull that up right now. Let's see. I I don't know what it is, if it's a vision thing, Kevin, mm-hmm. but um, I have to have a black background on my computer because mm-hmm. with the white cursor and the white background of like Google, I tend between I have I always have three screens going minimum and I tend mm-hmm. to lose I keep losing my cursor. And so I have to right click oh. to find <laughs> it every time. Yeah. So I always have dark backgrounds. Let's Eddie see. Eddie is not in Yano's block. So they will not face they will not face until uh, Yano uh, wins his uh, block to face Eddie. In, do you have in the, Do you Facebook. have those blocks in front of you right now? I do. I do have them up in front of me. Who Who is in the Yano block? 
Let's see, the Yano block. He's in the D block. Of course he is. With uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Okay. Tetsuya Naito. Okay. Hiroki Goto. Zack Sabre Jr., who always has fun matches with Yano. He, he's going to uh, beat Zack Sabre. Yeah. Jeff Cobb. 100%. Oh Yano and God. Jeff Cobb should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that should be uh, fantastic. Shane, Shane Haste and uh, Alex Coughlin. Okay, nice. That's a pretty that's a pretty solid little bracket there. Yeah, that'll be interesting. You no. Know, um yeah. all Eddie, right. Eddie, we're gonna get we're gonna get Eddie Kingston against uh well we had him against Shingo already. Right. But he's also going to get a match with Ishii. That's a big win. That's a great yeah, win for that's him. That's a big win for him. And, and uh, Aaron Hanari, uh, Tamatanga Evil, and David Finley. Huh, that seems like a weaker bracket than Yano's in. Yeah, that's not. Overall. That's not a heavy hitter bracket. Which means he could very well emerge uh, at the top of it. Because he's already come in first or second. Because to me, Takagi is the number one guy in that bracket. I could be wrong uh, on that. Yeah, easy. As a, I think so. Yeah. I mean, Ishii maybe, but yeah. It's I mean, one of those two, I think. Okay, yeah. I, think I really hope Eddie goes on to the next round. That yeah. would be cool. That would be really cool. All right. So, and we'll, of course, follow that throughout the G1 tournament right here on The Boom on Fight Game Media. Uh, let's see. What is our next big story? Um, we've got Blood and Guts this mm-hmm. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. On a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. what is the what is the hot, the most excited you've been during this storyline, and then how excited are you for this right now in this moment? Oh, that's an interesting way to put it. I I don't know if I'm more excited for this than I was Anarchy in the Arena. So I would say probably a seven. That's pretty good. I've been, I mean, I I've been very excited at at, at times over this feud, which has been going a long time. I think I was at yeah. an eight at some point, maybe a nine, yeah. but right now I feel like I'm at a six and okay, I wish yeah, I, I get that. I wish I was a little higher. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's just the da- that Brian Danielson's out of it and it doesn't feel, I don't know. Does, does it feel like as big a deal as it would have been, which I hate mm-hmm. to say, um, I, I am very excited about the addition of, excuse me, of Abushi, mm-hmm. And I think they didn't do a good enough job. I, now, I love Pac. And I'm glad Pac's mm-hmm. in this, mm-hmm. but I don't think they did a good enough job at making, at, at telling people why he makes sense to be in this. Like you did right here last week. You completely sold me on why he's a great idea as the fifth guy. And I don't think, unless I miss something, they didn't do that on Dynamite. Uh, Well, when they... When they attacked Kenny, Pac like grabbed his head and took the mic, and mm. like he said, like you know, you broke my nose, you took my titles, right. and now I'm coming back to you know. He kind of like summed it up like super fast. Gotcha. But I'm, I feel I, like there should have been I, I, maybe I a that. week in between or something. Yeah. Or or something also, that that will let them like really show that. You know, because really it was like the last time Pac was here, he was feuding with Kenny Omega. Yeah, but it's been a while. And when he came out, the announcers, if I remember correctly, and I just watched this earlier today. Yeah. The announcers were like, what's he doing? What's going on? Yeah. What's what what happened? 
And yeah. uh, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> That's a deep cut right there. <laughs> um, but they that didn't help things when the announcers sound confused and can't imagine yeah. why he would be a part of this. Right. You, you want them explaining like, oh my God, Pac's back. When last time we saw him, he, he was he was yeah. trying to stab Kenny Omega in his head. Yeah. Which has been a, a major theme this this year in AEW. Right. Even just having a moment where they like gave him an entrance, like yeah. here's let let Don introduce him and have him come out, and while he's coming out to the ring, then then the announcers can be like, "Oh my gosh, this makes perfect sense because da 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 da," yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, I also love how Pack is just uh, he just lives his life in wrestling gear. <laughs> he's just match ready twenty four seven always. I, I can see. I have a feeling that that man goes on dates. He has yeah. the wrestling gear on underneath yeah. his like underneath. slacks and nice shirt. Right. And he's ready to roll at any moment. I think he might have been the only guy in that whole segment who was actually wearing his wrestling gear. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen him not in his gear, honestly. No. I don't I think, think maybe so. Maybe he'd wear, I don't know. We need to get him in some uh, Blackpool track suits. You need to get Cesaro to hook him up. At the so I think Cesaro, that's probably one of his number one priorities yeah. at this very yeah, moment. Yeah, it's always Cesaro. Yeah. Claudio's number one priority is always, we've got to look good. Got to look yeah. good. Exactly. Look, you're part of the group now. We're not going to have a good, we're not going to be the garbage team. No, he has high standards. Good. He has high standards. Yeah, he does. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I freaking love Cesaro. I love him mm-hmm. so much. Um, I really, I don't know. I, I hope he has a go at the AEW title at some point yeah. pretty soon. Um, let's see. So Kenny said, do you want to get into that? The quote? Yeah. The, this was quite the speech from Kenny after it the, was. so the, there's been some debate about how good that, uh, angle was because, and I, I had this question in the notes of does logic ruin wrestling? Because there were some people who are complaining mm-hmm. about that segment because why would Kenny Omega go out by himself Mm-hmm. knowing that he's going to get yeah uh, in wait that moment until, right i wait thought, until his head is in a vice and his yeah. neck is about to be snapped to call out a video and trust that that video will like they'll, they'll loosen the vice yeah right um i think logic greatly benefits professional wrestling Mm-hmm. when you see it but in this moment you didn't see it mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that i've been frustrated with AEW about for a while mm-hmm. now is initially we were told everything was going to make sense and be logical yeah then they do a lot of illogical stuff right and the thing is i hate the stupid baby face i hate mm-hmm. the the baby face being the dumb guy mm-hmm. in this situation kenny's a freaking moron yeah a moron you don't go, listen, if you look at this company, at the, this roster, mm-hmm. you've got you've got the House of Black just floating around in the background somewhere. Mm-hmm. By the way, by the way, really like Julia's new red lights under her, yeah. the brim of her <laughs> yeah. hat. Yeah. Um, and uh, you, you've got a black pool running around. Like, you should never walk anywhere without at least five friends, oh, by yeah. the way. Right. This reminds me of something. I'm going to get it in right here because I'm not going to remember it later. I think a huge mistake they've made is separating Chris Statlander from best friends, even though she talks about them. 
Mm-hmm. She was special because of her personality that came out when she was hanging out with best friends. And now she seems incredibly generic without them, no matter the size of her glasses. <laughs> like I like seeing the glasses cool, make it worse back. to me. Yeah. Like the, it, uh, to me that by taking all the color out of her costume mm-hmm. and taking her away from best friends, mm-hmm. they've just made her another generic, boring wrestler. And I've not been is so excited in a long time as I was to see her back. And, and I don't even think about her anymore. I don't even remember she has the title because I'm sure she's only wrestling on rampage and yeah. I want to see her wrestle tie. I do. They may have wrestled 18 times for all I know. I just don't have time for five or six hours of wrestling every week. Yeah. And I try and watch all the clips from Rampage on YouTube, mm-hmm. but sometimes we have migraines. That's assholes. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, okay, I, back I, to what I, we I were you're saying about Chris. Back to what we were talking about. Um G- give give Kenny give Kenny speech. Yeah. So Kenny gets the speech. I think what <laughs> happened was is they were done and there was still time. Yeah. And so they're like, Kenny, go fill. And so he oh, does the man. speech saying, we're done, but never out. And we're going to show you that it's about heart, passion, soul, friendship, and love. I love that he's basically saying they're the masters of karate and friendship yeah. for everyone. Right. But also, I love going into the this major match, this, this feud ending yeah. match. He starts with, we're done. We're, we're done. Yeah, we're done. We're done. We're not, we're not out, but we're done. I, that what? might be a typo. It might be down. Might be down. Maybe yeah, down. we're down, but we're not out. I don't okay. Know. Well, but then, that, but that then makes told much them more sense. That, much more logic. Told them the Blackpool Combat Club that because they're consumed with rage, they will never prosper. Yeah. Especially in a match called Blood and Guts. It that was your rage. Your rage will be your undoing in Blood and Guts. I remember this, and I thought. Is is Kenny just Yoda now? Is that what he is? It's Coda. Coda brings out the romantic in him. There you go. He becomes a poet. He's like a Lord Percy Omega. He's a golden lover again, man, and that changes you as a lover. person. It does. Um, it does. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I've got to say, yeah. I think I've said this before on this show. This is the most golden loverish thing I'm probably going to say tonight. <laughs> um, Kota Ibushi has the best body in professional wrestling, yeah. maybe that I've ever seen. I think he looks true. like the consummate yeah. professional wrestler. I talked about that not long ago with guys like uh, was is Doug Furness. Mm-hmm. Um, my, and, and the thing is, Kota, he looks like he's 19 years old. 
I think right. he's like in his forties. I think he's like forty two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm yeah, not even you know, that... he's still and he still looks like he's in his twenties. It's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. I'm I'm actually looking up his age because I right. don't I don't think I'm exaggerating. So while you're doing I had a the thing about the can't the logic thing. I had this thought and when, when 40, about 41. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Um, so like uh, Back to the Future, time travel movie, right? Many right. people's favorite movie of all time. Many people put it great. One of the great movies. Definitely one of the best like crowd-pleasing movies. Absolutely. Right? There are scenes in it where he's holding a Polaroid and he's looking at his family. And as the timeline changes, people disappear from the photo. No, they start fading. Right. They start fading from the photo because they never existed. But somehow, even though this person never existed, the photo is still composed the exact same way, just with the missing person there. Right. right. And that to me has always been the, the, like the thing about logic and storytelling is like, it makes no logical sense that those people would fade from photos in back to the future, but it's good storytelling. Yes. So that's what I'm trying to figure out with like this kind of thing is like, do sometimes your logic get in the way of you enjoying it? And sometimes does logic just help in this case? It's like, well, this would have been an easy fix. All Kenny had to do was come out as he gets jumped. The elite comes out, saves him. Mm -hmm. They fight everyone off. And then he announces, you know, the person and then John Moxley can make bug eyes and do all that stuff because Kotobushi is coming and it would have made perfect sense and it would have been all the same. You know, I kind of categorize wrestlers in my in my head. Mm-hmm. You have serious wrestlers mm-hmm. who need to be logical, and there needs to be logic. Mm-hmm. And then you have your Orange Cassidy's and your Yano's, mm-hmm. and, they, and and I don't need them to be logical. I don't need there to be logic surrounding them. But there's also those rare people, and Orange, I think, is one of them now, that can slip in or out into either one of yeah. those two two groups and Kenny is a guy that I think wants to be more mm-hmm. of a, more like an Orange Cassie. I think he wants that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if the fans want that for him. I mm-hmm. want him to stay super serious. Yeah. But I think he likes to get a little wacky. And, it, and when he does, it's like, oh, the best wrestler in the world is now this wacky yeah. guy. That's and, a really good point. And it's – I don't know how you – I don't know how you fix that or if it's even something that needs to be fixed. That could just be a me thing. Yeah. And um, I'd love to know in the discord, drop what you think about that. Do you think, do you, do you agree with me that, that wrestlers mm-hmm. are kind of in the two categories and they mm-hmm. shouldn't really, unless they naturally do it like orange, should they be slipping back and forth yeah. into this realm of silliness? Um, like when, uh, Orange Cassidy fell asleep in a match yeah. and, uh, and his opponent was trying to get everybody to stay quiet and yeah. get a quiet pin over him. <laughs> and I think each time they were, he was going to get to three, he would kind of roll over <laughs> onto his side. Yeah. But you know, that's, you don't want to see that with Kenny Omega because he's the best wrestler in the world or, you know, right. up there. And, and it's just not something people are looking for, for him. But if he wants to do it, should anybody be stopping him from doing it? I yeah. don't know. That's a good question. 
that's maybe that's what they just need to make dynamite the wacky show and collisions the real sports show because they're kind of already doing that already. they're kind of already close to that yeah um and again i like the I, I, I like the wacky stuff in its time and place not necessarily yeah. in a world title match yeah let's see so i don't know i don't think a lot i think logic can i get i kind of have a problem when people don't care about the logic Mm-hmm. And again, this is a me thing. Mm-hmm. When, when everything's illogical, nothing's making sense. That's TNA to me. That's mm-hmm. TNA back in the day, mm-hmm. um, and I hated it so much. I hated it so much. To me, it kind of ruined the great in ring wrestling because back in the day, these TNA days that I complain about, and other people do, they had some phenomenal wrestlers, yeah. some phenomenal matches. Yeah. Um. Either way, I'd love to hear what everybody thinks in the Discord. Um, so, if you would like to become a part of the Discord, what you're going to need to do is email gg at fightgamemedia.com. That's Garrett Gonzalez, gg at fightgamemedia.com. And we certainly hope you'd consider becoming a patron of Fight Game Media. It would help me, Kevin, and everybody here uh, in the Fight Game Media universe. It's only $5 a month, the best deal In combat sports, you get extra shows every month from all of our hosts. And also you get access to the exclusive shows that happen each and every week but are not on our free feed. Um, One of the great things about this summer is we're we're doing some summer celebration thing. I I don't know the name. I really should have worked that out ahead of time. But we're we're giving away some of the the shows that have until now been behind that paywall for free. Uh, This week we've got... um, Garrett Gonzalez and John LaRocca looking at WCW 1996. And also we've got the pound for pound series covering the life and times of Muhammad Ali with a focus on Ali Frazier one. I don't know about you, but I'm really, really excited to listen to that. that. I'm not like a huge boxing, you know, historian or like, mm -hmm. I don't really follow it, but like the history of boxing fascinates me and that shows. Yeah. Awesome. I really, like I grew up listening to my dad telling me old stories about boxing. He was an mm-hmm. undefeated amateur boxer. He only had like three or four matches. And then he broke every every knuckle on one hand with a punch <laughs> in the first round with a guy and had to go like five more rounds with him. And uh, he's like, yeah, I decided boxing wasn't yeah. for me after that. I'm like, but you won. He's like, I didn't feel like I won. Um, and so I always, I grew up listening to boxing stories mm-hmm. from him, but he's not around anymore to tell me these stories. So, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to leave that to, uh, the pound for pound guys. And I'm excited to catch up on this. I'm excited to dig deeper because Ali Frazier was, was fascinating. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. absolutely fascinating. Um, so yeah, we hope you'll check that out again. Patreon.com backslash fight game media, only $5 a month. And right now you can go and check out what you would be getting for that $5 so you can make an informed decision with your Mm -hmm. money. But listen, man, I got bills to pay. All right. We're hurting (laughs) over here. I got to get medication, these migraines and only you can help me do that. Yep. Also my full-time job, I guess, but let's not get ridiculous. All right. Help you cover your copay. That's exactly right. We're, we need some copayments here. Um, all right. What, what's up next? Do you want to go into the, do you want to hit the heat index or is there more news lurking out there? I don't know. Do we want to talk about Don Callis getting taken out oh, by a yes rando in Mexico? Listen, I don't know who this rando is, 
But this guy has me very concerned. Don Callis is a golden god. As we saw. A Canadian national treasure. That's exactly right. And for him to go down this easily, this guy had to have killer takedown skills. There he was... kind of did. Did you Have you seen the video? Let me pull that up right now. There's a clip. There's a couple of clips running around. I've, I've been seeing the headlines, but I was waiting yeah. to watch that yeah. today. So All there's right, an angle. See. So they're doing like a kind of a post-show press conference outside. It's like kind of in a field almost. Right. And Kenny Omega is doing like, you know, cutting like a posting promo, putting over Vikingo. Um, and Don Callis starts walking up to him and starts talking trash to him, like like an angle, you know, like right. interrupting the press conference kind of thing. And Takeshita jumps out of nowhere, attacks Kenny, starts beating him down on the ground among all these press people. And Callis goes in to like, you know, put the boots to him. And right. kind of off camera, some guy pulls him off, like grabs him from behind, pulls him off, and then puts his leg, like grapevines his leg kind of, and My sweeps God. him to take him down. And then it's off camera, and you and you hear, I, I hate to laugh, but you hear Callus go, Conan, Conan, on the <laughs> on the uh, thing, calling for Conan uh, to clear I, things I up or smarten the guy up or something. I can't find it. Yeah. I, I wish I had saved it. I should have sent it to you as soon as I found it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't look like he was roughed up too bad. But I'm sure it wasn't pleasant to just be randomly hit by... Don Callis is not a small man. Oh, no, he was... He's a large... Yeah. What was the? What did the background look like? Uh, it was oh, here like it is. A... Here it is. Found it. Okay. All right, Kenny's on the ground. Oh wow, this guy, this guy put this guy tripped him. This guy, yeah, it's almost like a Russian leg sweep kind of thing. Yeah, he's a big dude. He, this guy's as tall as Don, almost, and pretty hefty. He's dressed like he's a, like he has a camera or something. Yeah. So Don Don reports said that he was yeah. Some reports said he was a press guy. He looks like he's a press guy. Uh, somewhere that he was like amateur press or was like formerly a press and was kind of there. But I would be most accounts say... say that he was not smartened up on the whole situation and thought that he was actually prevent that he was actually oh my preventing God. a a beatdown. I've um. I did MMA. I covered MMA for 15 years and I've been to make, I don't know, 50 UFCs, something like that. And, uh, it's way too easy to get press credentials <laughs> for UFC, much less pro wrestling. And the fact that in Mexico, a guy got through who didn't know that wrestling's a work. Yeah. <laughs> it both makes me really happy. And also yeah. it's very concerning. Yeah, very There's a part concerning. that I think, you know, like Kaz has had it, man. He's had a rough few months, man. He like cracked his head open on the yeah. thing. I hope they keep scar. I hope they keep that scar prominent on his head. Oh, I think they're ever. like touching it up. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And I love it. Yeah, I do, too. It's like his Harry Potter scar. Oh, man. He's the boy who lived. Yeah. So I wonder if he'll I, I knowing Callus he will probably work this into something like accuse. He'll probably go on dynamite and accuse Kenny Omega of hiring a guy to assault yeah. him. Yeah. 
I um I, I hope they give him like I don't know like some scuff marks on his cheek yeah. that sticks around <laughs> for a lo- way like longer than it should. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's Just exactly like, what I'm like, talking like about. Sunday morning, Saturday morning <laughs> uh, newspaper cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want that so much. Um, okay, so this has been one of I think the more active weeks in AEW in a long time. Yeah, a lot of content. Let's hear what your heat index is. Let's hear what your top five are. All right. Once. Uh, it up. Oh, sorry. I meant to mute myself there. I got about four things on the list, I think. One, two, three, Oh, my four. God. Don't okay. have them in any order, but I'm going to start with, was FTR and Bullet Club Gold the greatest tag team match ever on American television? I would never argue that fact. Like, I, I've seen some great tag team matches. This was spectacular. This was like three tag team matches in one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm really curious, if you were to break those three up, what star rating would you give each one? Oh, man. I think the second was the best. Yeah, I think the second was the best. I think that's clearly six and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Um. The first was fine. The first was good. Would you maybe four stars? Yeah, I would go four, four because because they were pacing themselves. It was yeah. Slow. They had to start slow because they knew they were yeah. going to basically go an hour. Right. For anybody that hasn't seen this, they went fifty eight minutes. Mm-hmm. I love they were teasing that hour and didn't give mm-hmm. it to us. They so loved it. I had holding like Lucy Bluth. I went. <laughs> I went into the show mm-hmm. believing that there would be a one hour draw. Okay. Because uh, some different sources, chatter or whatever, I had heard they're going to do a one-hour draw. Look at you. Just, you're the draw guy this week. And I thought, oh, it's the it, – it's uh, yeah. So I thought, okay, well, it's going to be a draw. I wish, you know, I was like kind of bummed that it got spoiled. But I was like, whatever, you know, it's no big deal. Yeah. It's going to be good if they do that. Like, I'm looking – I love draws. Uh, I <laughs> – I, guess I don't you know tell. why that hit me. It's so funny. <laughs> I love matches without yeah. endings. Man, we know Kevin. Big uh, draw guy. Big draw guy. I just want everyone to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want everyone yeah. to have a good time. Uh, I mean, wrestling to me, if there were just no losers, it would Man. be so much more entertaining. What what a world. If we, we could would just get in. these winners and losers out of the game, <laughs> I think it'd be a lot better. Uh, so the whole time I thought there's going to be a one-hour match that's going to enter in a draw. Right. And so they get to 55 minutes, and I'm like, well, here it comes. This has been awesome. Great draw. And then they just won. It was incredible. I love that they they swerved you and and maybe half the wrestling audience. I love that. Yeah. Because if you're you're in the 50s, everybody's going to assume it's going to be an hour draw. Everyone. And people who have been watching for a long time. Even though it was a two out of three falls, like mm-hmm. probably 10 minutes into that, you're like, this is going an, an hour. Like, yeah. You know, like you could tell that match was going at least 45 minutes just by the pace they were doing. Yeah. Thing. By the initial pace. Yeah. I've got to say, I'm really like Juice Robinson. Yeah. Much more in a tag team mm-hmm. setting than as a singles guy. Yeah. I was very critical of him early, but as kind of the number two who is the guy who gets pinned. Mm-hmm. He's, he's fantastic. I loved him in this match. He's been awesome. Um, he's yeah. been really good lately and not just in the matches. 
And I think he just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think he needs the other guy maybe to work with, to work off of. And I think, so I didn't even think about this, but I saw someone point out that um, when Juice was in NXT, that's when FTR was the revival or the mechanics even before that. Like they were up in NXT together, working together. Right. Back in the day. And then they both went off their separate ways and got, you know, three, four times as good as they were then. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure it's just been a pleasure for them to get back together. And that might be a big part of it work, yeah. like getting back together with old friends yeah. and knowing the they're going to have amazing matches. Jay white. I mean, he's been, he's been awesome. so good. He's so good. Yeah. I'm really happy with where bullet club gold is and where they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, were you at all surprised that they didn't take the belts? No, I think, I think they're trying to give FTR the run that everyone felt like they should have had when they were yeah. holding like multiple belts and yeah, didn't when they, have the AEW title. So I think when, they're setting them up for when like they have three AEW yeah, matches in 2022. Right. <laughs> but we're having matches of the year in every other promotion. Yeah. Uh, and now they're getting their run. They're getting their matches of the year. Yeah. Um, it's going to be tough to beat this for tag team match of the year. I think, um, now, of yeah. course, we've got a lot of time to go, and I have a feeling if anybody does beat this, mm-hmm. it's going to be FTR again. Yeah. Yeah. Like Fossey Open. Yeah. Uh, There's lots of options. Fan. We could, again, we, well, they could we're, do probably not gonna, again. we're probably not going to get a Young Bucks match. But, yeah, they can do this yeah. again. And uh, I think, uh, I don't know, I think... I'll say this is a, this is the best two out of three falls tag team match I've ever seen for sure. It's probably the best TV tag team match of all time, and AEW just keeps breaking records, man. Yeah, they keep crazy. doing it over yeah. and over and over. Best dog collar match, best tag yeah. team match, best, best cage tag match. Team dog collar match. Oh my, yeah, yeah. And, that uh, two out of three falls, the FTR Briscoes, two out of three falls is probably the only other thing that matches it. Uh, yeah, from a year ago. Yeah. Those matches. That's yes. the only thing that are like in the conversation. And there's I think those know, were Yeah. I think I liked those more, but it's because I was more invested. Yeah, in, in, the, in all four guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not that yeah. I'm not invested, but right. the Briscoes were my favorite tag team, yeah. my favorite wrestlers for a decade. Yeah. Um going up against FTR. It was I, there was just yeah, I was a little more invested, but my God, this was a great match. I had the uh, thought, and I'm going to go mock up the T-shirt uh, now, but I've officially declared that Cash Wheeler is my current favorite wrestler in the world. The really, not awesome. Dax. Not I, Cash is Cash is slept on. Yeah, by the whole no, world. he is. That guy's really awesome. Is. He did that. He did that. Davy Boy uh, power slam, or not the power slam. Yeah, the 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 high press outside the ring. Like yeah, Davy Boy. Um, he just does incredible stuff and doesn't, you know, and he doesn't uh, make a fool of himself on social media. So that's what gives him. No, he does yeah. not. <laughs> he keeps he, is, he, is he keeps sm- his he keeps his head down. He's jacked. Uh, as a as a social media professional. When anyone asks for my advice on social media, what I tell them is don't whatever your job is, whatever you're using this for, if you're a professional wrestler, only talk about wrestling. If you want to talk politics, great. You're going to lose half your audience. If you, you know, in anything Mm -hmm. like 
if you're again there's a major feud with cm punk you're picking a side you're going to lose half your people if you want to grow your audience and you want to be you you want to make money shut the fuck up just yeah. only talk about your profession <laughs> just only stay talk about positive things yes stay in character and that goes for whatever your job is if you're a librarian just talk about books yeah be a don't librarian start talking about right. joe biden be a librarian yeah don't be yeah. don't be a political consultant that's not your job you're only going to lose people um that's good advice and so that's my advice to everyone that one's um, for free everybody that's right unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately you've got people like me where i go from ghost shows to house shows to wrestling to mma and yeah. for every one <laughs> follower i gain i'm gonna lose every mma follower i gain i lose an hgtv person for every ghost follower i get i lose I lose a pro wrestling person. Yeah. It's rough life out there, people. That's why I never, it's hard out that's here why on I never post about wrestling on Instagram. Oh, really? Okay. Instagram, Instagram is my kids and my dogs in my church, and that's about it. I created an alternative Instagram just to talk about wrestling, but it lasted like a week, which was WrestleMint Fatty. Um, <laughs> it's still out there, but like I made like four posts and it just died. And I followed everybody. I need to get back on there. Um, that's a good idea, though. That's a really good idea. Um, let's see. So, oh, I want to talk about the superplex off the top row. Oh, yeah. It happened mm-hmm. before the first fall. It was just this camera. It was all the camera. I mean, it was it was a great move. It was a great move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was uh, it was Dax and and Juice. Was it the mm-hmm. Dax Superplex and Juice? Um, I think so. It was. It was the cam- They did this camera angle that made it look spectacular. It made it look like I was watching an old WrestleMania or Saturday Night's main event, yeah. and it felt big. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's coming from the new kind of director. I don't mm-hmm. remember the name of the, mm-hmm. his position, but um, they need to do more of that. It felt. Mm-hmm. It felt huge, and I freaking. Loved it, and it wasn't even leading to a pin. I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Um, they did I'd a similar thing that. later. That was another superplex when they did the Power and Glory spot. Yeah, just such a, it's one. That's one of my favorite tag team finishers of all time. Even though they never finish anyone with it, <laughs> but the it's way like the they set that four. up because the you know the move was Dax suplexes Jay. Yeah, and uh, Cash and you know Cash they time it out perfectly. Ta- you know Cash immediately jumps off. Mm-hmm. So that he splashes him immediately as he hits from the superplex. But then what they did was they had Jay get his knees up and uh Juice immediately jumps off to splash Dax, I think. Yes. Right? So it's like yes. boom, 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 that fast. Or it's like it's like four four hits. Like yeah. superplex, it was splash, awesome. knees, juice. And they Because they, you thought you thought yeah. FTR had him. They yeah. had them. Right. And it all went to hell really quick. They quickly. set it up so well because they used that jib mm-hmm. as ever, and because because they had the wide shot on the jib that was moving toward, around the ring as he was setting it up. You saw Cash and Dax both go up on the things in one shot. Yeah. And then you saw all the people in the saddle dome all rise to their feet when they realized what was happening. Did you and, just say one, saddle dome? Wasn't the saddle dome? The Calgary? Is that the name? That's amazing. That's that's what it was in 1997. I don't know. That's what it was. I had no. I love that so much. The saddle Uh, dome. The 
the what is the Calgary Arena? I'm gonna look this up. Where was the? <laughs> You're about to hear typing, people. Yeah. All right, you looked it up. But the way that they did that shot, you saw the whole move. You were able to anticipate what happened, and then I loved it because you saw the whole crowd just like roar up when it happened. And so then when it didn't uh, happen, and um, Juice broke it up, it was just yeah, that was like perfect perfect conf, uh, overlap of uh, production and wrestling. And, and I hope, I, I hope that means that they were like, get ready. Cause when I do this, you're going to do yeah. this shot. I've got to say, um, there's a lot of jobs. I think if I had a little bit of training, I could do well. Mm-hmm. That's not one of them. Being a producer on a live sports oh. broadcast where you are split second yelling, which yeah. camera to switch to and what kind of shot to switch to. That right. is a skill and not, I could never even right. attempt. And not just telling them what to switch to, but telling them before. Yes. Because yes. they're like, ready one, take one. Ready yep. two, take two. And I have very, 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 very limited experience with that. With like the most I've ever done is like seven cameras. Mm-hmm. And usually I would be like, just be ready. <laughs> <laughs> I would just, like it'd be things like shooting like music events or something. Yeah. Where it's not, you know, I'd be like, hey, here's a solo, uh, ready three, I'm going to, you know. You're kind of switching between. Yeah. And that's me calling it, I would call it, and I would, in those cases, I was also the technical director, so I'd be hitting the button. hitting. I wouldn't just be calling it out, I'd be hitting the buttons. Right. And usually there's a guy calling out the shots and a guy hitting hitting the the buttons, so there's even a delay there. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you can't be... If you do it as it happens, it's going to be behind. It's too late, right? It's too late. You've missed it. Yeah, you have to anticipate. And you have to be looking at what is not on the screen. Yeah. Because once you're... That was the hardest skill I had to learn when they were... When I was getting like trained in that was like, don't look at what you're broadcasting. Look at what all the other things are doing Mm -hmm. so you can call it out and just trust that it's going to be there. It's hard. I hope those people are paid a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. And and the thing <clears throat> is, is it's like, okay, they're kind of only working. If, if they are, I'm, I'm guessing they're working. You're thinking, Oh, they're just working during the show. Mm-hmm. It's so that's such a demanding job. Cause if you mess up by one second, everybody in America is talking about that, that screw up everybody. Yeah. yeah. So either way, really impressive. By the way, the Calgary saddle dome is now the Scotia bank saddle dome. Oh, okay, but it's still the Saddle Dome. It's still the Saddle Good. Dome, as well Good. it should be forever. I, <coughs> thanks, for some thanks, reason, Scotia Bank, for I don't keeping know, that name. I don't know how. I've never heard of the Saddle Dome in my life. Never. I just once. remember it from that Calgary Stampede uh, pay-per-view back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. That it was in the Saddle Dome. I don't, I guess I didn't. And I always thought it's just a great name for an arena. It's a I'm great so glad name. they didn't name it the Scotia Dome or something like that. <laughs> Of course, my favorite is uh, in Lafayette, Louisiana, the Cajun Dome. Yeah. Um, That's one of my favorites. But Saddle Dome is so unexpected. And then when you think about it for one second, it makes total sense. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, That's so good. Well, Superdome is also just an (laughs) all-time. It's so, I don't know, it seems so corny, but it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Superdome. I've I've been to the Superdome so many times, but man, I will never forget the WrestleMania that WrestleMania 30, where everyone almost got trampled to death. Everyone, 
thousands of people were stuck, Kevin, shoulder to shoulder. You couldn't move at all, not at all. And um, me and my friend Susan kind of – Brian Alvarez says said on, on F4W, we saved his life. But like you – as in because I'm a big guy, so I kind of created some space for he and mm-hmm. Whitney – uh, that was the most scared I've ever been in my life. Like I've I've come close to death a lot, but, just but I the... knew if anything anything happened, anybody got scared, mm-hmm. I was gonna be trampled to death. Yeah, and I don't know yeah. what happened. One loud I remember, pop. Yeah. I remember Brian's like, "I'm never I'm never gonna go to the Superdome again, never." And I'd been to football games there, everything. I don't know yeah. what was going on. It was wild. Well, Brian's not a tall guy. He probably would smother. Yeah, that like and that probably was, couldn't see. I think it was a legit like, worry. Yeah. yeah, he couldn't see over people's heads. And was again, that just you, people you trying to leave? No, it was before the show or during mm-hmm. the first match. And what happened is, for some reason, they kind of closed off the exits, as in you couldn't go up and you couldn't go down. Mm-hmm. And so everybody was just stuck and nobody was moving, but everybody was still trying to push forward. And yeah. so everyone was getting crushed, and I realized there's not there's nothing yeah. I can do. Yeah, nothing. you're probably just sitting there going, "This is how this happens." Yeah, yeah. And that's it's always terrifying when you know there's literally nothing you can do. Like I yeah. could push, I don't know if I if I pushed out with all my might, I might create a half inch of space, mm-hmm. something like that. Luckily, Susan was uh, wearing a spiked bra. <laughs> and that actually helped because people nice. try and crush against her and they get they get stabbed so our outfits Fantastic. for the i went as a gentleman luchador in a uh-huh. suit and tie and, and lucha mask and she went as a spiked luchador with a lucha purse is a it was with a lucha mask purse so next That's time fantastic. next time i go to another wrestlemania superdome wear spikes Spike Spike that's the bra. thing doesn't matter man woman whatever spike it the yeah. fuck up all right. Um, I don't know how we got off onto that. All the domes. Um, let's yeah. see. Yep. Greatest tag match ever on TV confirmed. All right. What is next, Kevin? Uh, I we talk about the other one of the other tournaments, or I guess it'd be the first so many tournaments. So three tournaments. Okay. The uh, the better than you, Bay Bay Invitational Blind Eliminator tournament. Before uh, we before yeah. we dig into this. Mm-hmm. Rank the t- rank the three tournaments currently going. What's number one, oh, two, wow. and three? I think I think number one is clear. I think this is number one. I think this is number one Just because for for entirely different reasons. These two, this friendship is the best yeah. thing in wrestling right now, in my opinion. Best thing in <laughs> AEW for sure. Yeah, I don't want it to ever end. It's but we the know best it's and worst to. to me. It's the best and the worst. <laughs> it's like I am. I love it. I love it. It's hilarious. But you hate that you love it. No, I hate okay. that it's the world champion in it. I yeah, that's right. We talked about that last yeah, week. I still yeah. I still feel that way. And they could totally redeem it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm open minded to where it goes. But right. right now, I'm like, this would be awesome if there was also a world champion out there. Yeah. Who's doing world champion? Yeah, he's doing stuff. world championship stuff. Yeah, I I agree with that. A hundred percent agree with that. Okay, what is number two? Is it the men's or the women's Owen Cup? I'll go the men's. Okay, yeah. just for All the right. punk matches. That's true. That's true. Those are you've got really good. you've got bigger stars in it and mm-hmm. really 
really great technical wrestlers in it as well. All right, let's talk about it. MJF and Cole out on the town. <laughs> I was trying to like, like this 2023 is a, a, what a time to be alive. <laughs> that on a wrestling show, I mean, I guess it's kind of a Ric Flair thing, but you know, they're out on the town and MJF's basically playing Ric Flair. Yep. Just getting loaded yeah, f- and yeah, f- picking up four women. Four women. Two yeah. for each. And and babyface Adam Cole just wants to go home and play video games. Man. And I love that he gets MJF is basically like, I'm not an incel. I'm right. not playing this game. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're in it. You know, you've yeah. got really good ratings. Wait, yeah. what's that mean? Yeah. I enjoyed that. And then, of um, course. And then when they, yeah. when they were go playing ahead. the game. It was part of the thing where it's like, I don't, uh, this is super nitpicky, but I typically don't like it when, uh, I like wrestling to be shot like a documentary. Okay. Like, like that this is someone in a room filming these people living their lives. That's fine. Like when it's like, here's a wide shot and here's a close up, and here's a close up, and here's a reaction shot and all that stuff. I'm not, I don't, I don't love that. I get that. But that's nitpicky. Because and it has a lot the, to do with your background and the fact right. and, and how well you know what's yeah. going on behind the camera to create these yeah. shots. And I don't, so, yeah, so it's just something I, I totally that I'm like, it. that's just a personal pet peeve. Yeah. But the, the scene where they're playing and and he asks him, like, have you never played a tandem game before? And the melancholy... Oh my God. In MJF's voice when he's like, you have to have friends to do that. MJF is amazing. <laughs> I, it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. And it was so Eddie Haskellish also. Yeah. <laughs> yes. the, the manipulation. Yes. And was, I, I don't know. It's. You have to have friends. I loved it. You have to have friends to play that. That's right. By the and way. Cole's just genuinely like, oh, come on, Max. Look. Let's pause the game for a second, buddy. What's up? <laughs> what you thinking about? Adam Cole's a good friend, man. He's there for there. He's there for his people. Yeah, but I love the spot where MJF has to like. He he's like, man, I, I can't remember exactly how the delivery was, but like I I was gonna I was gonna turn on you and betray you. Yeah, later in the tournament. <laughs> yeah, and Cole. Adam's like, I was too. Yeah, yeah. You told and, them like, her, and they, they bond, bond over yes. their treachery. <laughs> they love that each one was going to turn on the other. Yeah. Oh my God. Give me that all again. That's some of the silliness I like in professional wrestling. It is. It the is. The ridiculousness. Yeah. Um, but seriously, I hate that MJF isn't doing world champion shit, mm-hmm. but this show, he is so good at everything. Mm-hmm. the the selling of the back when he tries to pick up big bill yeah the whole like you have to have friends to do that yeah he's so good in every aspect of this game getting and, getting and no one yeah no one talks about him as one of the best wrestlers in the world mm-hmm. i don't know if he is but he's really good and nobody yeah. even puts him in the conversation which yeah. is unfortunate i think he's gonna be there one day yeah if he's not already i don't I, the way I think of it is, I don't know if he's one of the best wrestlers in the world, but he can hold his own with the best wrestlers in the yes, world. Yes, 100%. I think he hasn't really had the opportunity 
mm-hmm. to to do those like and, Okada Omega matches. Right. And I think some of it is his style. He still the the style that he does is that old school uh you know old school kind of storytelling heel stuff. He's a collision you know? guy is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what that is. He's not saying. doing flipty doos. No. No. All right. Let's see. Um I I did love the uh, that they're just full on doing the entrance now. And poor oh yeah. I yeah. love that. The and he's poor, doing the boom and the the running is. around like Rick Steiner. <laughs> like it's all just great. And poor Roderick Strong. Poor yeah. jilted Roderick out yeah. there on his he's injured, he's hurt. Mm-hmm. He's been abandoned by his buddy. He's kind of he's gotta play into it somehow though. There's gotta be something. It's I think that I I see pump it up back there. I um oh, what is my dog do what is she doing back there? My I god. Know, she just I just saw her like zip by. She keeps like it sounds like she's eating things out of a mm-hmm. bowl. There's no bowl back there. There's nothing she should be eating. And then she's zooming past like she's hiding something. Uh, I might have to give an update in the Discord after this with what the okay. hell she was up to <laughs> and what she was eating and decided to speed off. Um, I think clearly this is going to lead to Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, right? Or does it lead to MJF, Roderick Strong? As a team or against each other? Against each other. I Ooh, think what if I... I... I feel like it's going to be uh, Roderick Strong turning on and, and siding with MJF. I would love that. I didn't even think about uh, that. That would be great. This this feels to me like the the MJF Chris Jericho thing when he yeah. formed the Pinnacle. Like I I try not to turn everything into like here's my grand unified theory of everything they're booking right now. Yeah, but but. Like I think there's something going on with the match and with the breakup of the JAS and uh, Daniel Garcia or something. Like I could see like Daniel Garcia and um, Roderick Strong joining MJF as a group. Yeah. Or something. Okay. Or like like the JAS. I don't. I don't know. There's there's something going on where I feel like there's going to be some big angle where you're like, and this is the plan the whole time. By that, which is which reminds me, we got the super rare um, Jake Hager promo. Yeah, this week he was keeping it a hundred. Yeah, he was because this this he decision did, he no by longer Chris likes Jericho that hat. doesn't care about the hat anymore. Mm-hmm. And I love that he's like, look, I gave up an undefeated MMA career to come do this with you and for you. Mm-hmm. Your decisions don't just affect you; they affect me. Right. And um, I saved your life in Abu Dhabi. I okay. That was quite. I'm, a I'm assuming yeah. that's the WWE flight, right? But I don't think Jericho was with him still. I don't think so, but I don't I'm know. Have to, I should have looked this up before. That, that might require a Reddit dive. Yeah, I think so. Oh man, I forgot to hit Reddit this week. There's always great stuff on Reddit to talk about. Um, all right, let's see what is uh, what's next on the heat index. Nick Wayne. Oh my God. So good. I am. If I was doing a heat index right now, I think Nick Wayne, and this is personal. I I think Nick Wayne is, is my number two because I've been, I didn't realize this in two years, I will have been listening to Brian Alvarez and F4W for 20 years. 
I started in May mm-hmm. of 20 of no, I started in May of 2005 listening to Brian, the Brian and Vinny show mm-hmm. F4W daily. Yeah, me too. F4W weekly. And, but so like I've said before, buddy Wayne, big, big part of my life. Yeah. Um, by the way, I back, back in the day, I would burn each episode to, to CD mm-hmm. and play it in the car. And my girlfriend, Tracy at the time, there would be like a big stack of discs in the car. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, let's listen to some music. And I remember once she puts it in. How's it going, everybody? And she pops it out. And then she puts another one in. How's, How's it going, it? everybody? After the eighth one, she started throwing them out the window. <laughs> she got so incredibly yeah. mad. Yeah. And I, I, I love that so much. Um, but and so I'm fully invested in Nick Wayne mm-hmm. even be, and then I love the Darby connection. I love how they're building this mm-hmm. where Darby is to Nick, what sting is to Darby in a lot of ways, right. but even more so. And I really like how they handled it. I like how they did his first match in that he is 18 years old and he yeah. almost beat swerve. Yeah. And they've established swerve as a badass. Yeah. And he almost did it at 18 to yeah. me. That's, I think it would have been a mistake to have him win because I then completely you... agree. Okay. Yeah. And I've heard, <laughs> I was going to people... let you run with that. Well, I mean, I, yeah, like Dave Meltzer's was like, he should have won. I've heard many people. I think Garrett thought he should have won. And I I'm love like, Dave I, I, and I yeah, love you Garrett. could, you could, I, I would, people I, I think they're wrong. Yeah. I think I, they're hundred percent wrong. It would it's not serve too much. Well. It's too much too soon because then yes. he is in, He's basically in a title picture if he can beat Swerve Strickland right. in his first match. It's too yeah. much. And then the fact that he's from 18. Now, right. You're either pushing the, him too fast or mm-hmm. you're de pushing him back to where he probably should be at first. And everyone's saying, oh, what a waste, like they did to, with Action yeah. Ready. To me, it's a similar situation that you had with uh, Sammy Guevara, where the first mm-hmm. episode he loses to Cody in a good mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. Then later he draws with Cody and then later he beats Cody. Yeah. But Darby, this needs to happen. Same thing with Darby. Yeah. yeah. It's um it's like it's like um when somebody gets called up last minute to the UFC mm-hmm. and they beat somebody that they 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 beat somebody this top 10. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden mm-hmm. they're top 15 and this might be their fourth professional fight, fifth professional fight. And then they're in over their head and they start getting beat because they shouldn't be facing that level of competition yet. And right. I think it's the same thing. It's the, clearly the same thing. It doesn't matter how good he is. He's 18 mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. And he needs to be the guy that can almost beat the top guys for a little right. while. Right. Also, he's a tiny guy. Yeah. Um, he's but, tall. Yeah. But he's very, very, he's a, he's a beanpole. Yeah. What did you, uh, yeah, he needs to, he needs to like fill out as mm-hmm. anybody does mm-hmm. at 18, um, which we'll talk about sky blue later, but <laughs> I, um, I'm glad you agree. And, and, and yeah. I think a lot of, I think a lot of people wanted him to win because of their relationship with him because they've yeah. known him since he was nine years old. They've known about right. him forever. Right. Um, I thought this was the perfect way to do it. What did you think of the match itself? I thought it was really good. It was yeah. very clear. They, they set it up I and mean, they set it up with probably the, the person he's had the most experienced wrestling on the AEW roster, yes. which is great. I love that. Uh, the presentation was great. The video package they did at the beginning where he tells his own story was great. He came <sighs> off so well in it. 
I yeah. thought. Um, the only... I loved the video. Yeah. I loved the video, and I really liked the match, but there were a couple things that didn't seem quite right, and it's going to take him some time to change the thing. Basically, the things he he does in Portland and Seattle don't necessarily translate. Like, he hits yeah. a big move, yes. and he poses like a superstar. Right. That didn't translate. The crowd didn't yeah. cheer like you would want them to yeah. because this is the first time they've ever seen him wrestle. Right. And again he's 18 that's something it's going to take time to learn yeah and i'm sure the producers of the match were talking to him about that afterwards Mm -hmm. and and darby Mm -hmm. it's a small thing but it can make a big difference he doesn't need to be showing out he's the underdog he's 18 years old um but again that's you've it takes time to learn those things he's only wrestled where he's been a big star literally Mm -hmm. everywhere he's gone he is a star right aw he's not going to be a star for a while yeah, um, it shouldn't be. He shouldn't, shouldn't be the no. future, and the future yes. is not now. Like he needs, he, it, this he is needs a to come in situation. and be a blue chipper. Yes, yeah. we're so glad we got this guy. You know, like well, you don't want him to be as Aaron Pico. Exactly. That's exactly right. That's that's kind of the guy. As in Aaron Pico, the hottest prospect maybe in MMA history. Yeah. They signed, like Bellator signed this guy when he was like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. And then UFC got upset about this, and they put him in. And the thing is, he's the monster in the gym. He's maybe the greatest anybody's ever seen. Right. His first fight, maybe his second fight, they put him in against a guy who's like 18 and 2, 14 yeah. and 2. Right. It's like this guy has too much experience. It doesn't matter how good Aaron Pico is. Mm-hmm. He's not going to have the in-ring instincts during a, a match to, yeah. to compare to a right. seasoned veteran, somebody who's been wrestling who's been fighting MMA for years. Yeah. And that's what we saw in those small moments, like this, like the, the mm-hmm. celebrations and the poses, like he's a, mm-hmm. a Greek God. He's not, yeah. he's so got two the ways, skill, like, but he's not there yet. The range of where they could go, could have gone with him is let's just say he won. If they yeah. had him win that match. And there, I do think there's a way they could have had him win that match because they set it up. Well, earlier in the show, when Swerve took out Darby yeah. in the tag match and cost him the match, it would have made total sense if Darby did something to get Darby back did to the Swerve same thing. Yeah. and cost Swerve the match so that Nick Wayne got it, but you still didn't. Be, but he still like needed the help or something, you know. Uh, I kind of but, wonder. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was uh, going to say I kind of wonder if they didn't do that specifically to make people think that was going to happen maybe. in the main event. Maybe, but I think so. If let's just say if he had won, you could go two paths. And everything in between, probably. But like on one side, he's action Andretti. He gets the yeah. huge win, amazing, memorable moment. You know what a debut! And then he goes down to like you know six mans on ROH or you know yeah whatever. The other mm. side would be Hook, where he comes in has an amazing debut, but then he's just on a treadmill for a year, winning yeah. against like Angelo Parker and uh you know Ari Davari. Yeah, for a year, and then and then you have to keep him away from everybody else. Yeah, uh, you've got to, to intentionally write him, him lose. to yeah to to yeah. you have to write him to be in a position where he's not right. he he's distracted from titles. Yeah, basically. But see, the thing now is the pressure's off. Now yep. he can be a great future star who mm-hmm. is loved and respected by the established stars. He has the rub. He can tag team with any major star at any time. 
He and people are going to lose them. They lose their minds. Right. He could win the trios title. Like, and I, I'm going to keep beating the drum that he should like, you know, him winning the trios title with Darby and sting would be a great story. Yeah. Um, and you know, he doesn't have to be the guy who loses that title when they lose it. He could be the guy who loses it. He doesn't have to be the guy who gets the pin. Yeah. You know, when they win those titles, there's a lot. I feel like what they did was the right thing because it takes the pressure off of him. And now he can just be Nick Wayne. Doesn't he look awesome? What a prodigy. Yeah. Um, by the way, his delivery in the video package was really great as well. It was so yeah, good. I was really surprised. That story. Oh, my God. And if he can do that live on the mic. Yeah. He's he's going to be so good one day. Yeah. I mean, he's already good, but you know what I mean? Like in right. five years, mm-hmm. well, this guy's 20, I don't know, seven years when he's 25. Yeah. Man, I really... I, I honestly potential. Yeah. I, I really hate to see, say this, but as a middle-aged fat man, I really hope I'm here to see that. You know what I mean? I really hope I get to see like yeah. prime Nick Wayne one day. Yeah. Um, let's see. All right. What's next. I do have a quick story, by the way, I looked up, uh, how Jack, uh, Jake Hager saved Chris Jericho's life. Okay. Let's like hear it. Hear that. So this is from comicbook.com. So I'm sure it's, uh, you know, no, comicbook.com is actually a pretty legit website. Oh, okay. I, I, I have them bookmarked. I go to them a lot. And they it's surprising the amount of coverage they give pro wrestling, but they're okay. legit I was just making assumptions. I, I I apologize for besmirching comicbook.com. The, the name was generic, so I assumed they were just like an aggregator. But No, they're they're legit. Okay, so uh, let's see. Jake Hager saves life in 2012. Wow. Jericho and Hager were wrestling for WWE that traveled to Abu Dhabi for a week of shows. He recalled the wrestlers going out one night to clubs when a rude man started bothering people. Jericho responded by giving him a hip check, which resulted in the man confronting the wrestlers with his own group of guys. Mm. The guy saying, quote, my dad owns 27% of this company and I'm putting a bounty on your head. In the next 24 hours, you're going to be killed and I'm going to pay them $7 million. Jericho considered fighting back by slipping his room key in between his fingers and throwing punches, but Hager <laughs> talked him out of it, knowing how easily it could escalate. Jake said, don't do it, man. This is the Wild West. They'll kill you here. They'll string you up. They'll hang you. The only reason I didn't take a swing with my stupid key is because Jake told me not to. And if he had not told me to fight this guy, I would have fought him and who knows what would have happened. So therefore, in pro wrestling logic, Jake Hager saved my life. See, that's the difference between me and Jake Hager. If I hear this, I'm mm-hmm. immediately murdering Chris Jericho and taking my seven million. Like on the spot. <laughs> right. On the spot. Yeah. I don't care who it is. That should have that should have been part of the promo in the backstage. Like, look, I turned down seven million dollars. <laughs> to save your life. Yeah. Oh my god. I wish and it all been you like, got was me a... was the stupid hat. <laughs> I wish it would have been a thing where like Chris is like, I mean, you you got me out of a tight spot. I don't know if you saved my life. And he's like, No, I I thought about murdering you for seven million. Right. Yeah, that's I turned down seven million dollars and yeah. I absolutely saved your life with that decision. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I really hope this was gonna end in like a series of suplexes, like <laughs> through windows at a yeah. club. Oh well. Yeah. That's a pretty good story. That's a heck of a that story. That's a good story. I'm glad I found well, that. Man, we we learned a, we've this week we have learned a lot about Chris Jericho's yeah. background um yep. including his uh his 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 mentorship by Bad News Allen. Right. That was a nice surprise. I Bad News Allen on I Dynamite. Had, yeah, I had no idea. I and didn't it, also know that he and Don Callis were the original thrill seekers. 
Me either. Um, and Don's still get still seeking thrills out here, fighting people yeah. in Mexico, just out here on these streets. I yep. loved seeing like prime Don Callis with with his incredibly long hair. And I mm. love that we saw like Don Callis was legit like tough guy. Like yeah. he looked like a pro wrestler. And I think a lot of people watching AW right now probably don't remember um what was his name in WWE? Simon was um, he the, uh Oh, he, Cyrus the Virus. Cyrus the Well, that was in uh ECW. That was in ECW. And he was, was I think his? he was the Jackal. Okay. In yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize that he's a yeah. former pro wrestler and I like that we saw that mm-hmm. and establish him as kind of a tough tough guy. He's a bad news Allen guy and that's yeah. a tough guy. Yeah, that's a tough guy. Yeah, bad news Allen speaks to you. You're 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 tougher than most. All right, let's see. Our, we already what? talked about the Owen Cup a little bit. We But what do you oh. think of uh Punk and Ricky. Really liked Punk and Ricky. Um, I've got to say, I, I that's something I watched while I was having my migraine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think your opinion on this will matter way more than mine because I watched it in a rough situation. In a, in a haze. <laughs> I I was surprised. Is this one of the ones you tried to listen to on radio? <laughs> I try, well, I was I, I had pulled it up on I was watching the main show on my computer. Mm-hmm. And then the the migraine hit, and I'm like, okay, got to take my medicine right mm-hmm. as soon as the as soon as the yeah, halo, as soon as you see the as halo, soon as that appears, I took my medicine. Yeah. I got in the dark the room. Yeah, but I am I'm addicted to my phone like most people, mm-hmm. and I'm not good at like laying still with no input. Mm-hmm. I want to hear something or see something, and so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna pull this up on YouTube. Maybe I could just listen to it. Yeah. And then it started like making my heart race <laughs> as I'm listening to it. Then I knocked it <laughs> off the my bed stand into a trash can. Okay. It was a whole thing. But I did see the end. Um mm-hmm. and 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 Ricky cheated to win. And I mm-hmm. love that tiny detail. I really, yeah, really like that. And we talked last week, we're like, will punk put Ricky over? And we talked about we mm-hmm. I thought he would. Because we know he's mm-hmm. like he's trying to be the night he's trying to play nice with everybody. Yeah, he kind of handpicked Ricky as one of his yeah. guys. Yeah, and now Ricky has beat Chris Jericho and CM Punk. Yeah, um, I don't know if I feel like he's a top guy yet. I still kind of feel like he's a B, like in that B mm-hmm. squad. Mm-hmm. But I want him to be a top guy. I want that for Ricky Starks. I really yeah. do. How do you feel about that situation right now? I feel like what he's done is he has filled that fourth pillar slot now that MJF has left that level and gone to the top level. It's like MJF has gone up. Yeah. Jungle Boy has gone down. Jungle Boy has kind of gone down. Yeah. Also, even though Britt Baker was never officially in it, I always thought of her as one of them. She's gone down as well. Yeah, she really has. And that's a shame. That is a shame. Because it's all booking. It's all... Right. If it was still the Britt, who was the role model with all her women with her, I think she'd still be incredibly hot, but they're choosing for her to not be hot yeah. at the moment. And they're choosing I'm for hoping. Ricky to be hot. And I hope, I hope this keeps going. I hope so too. And I wonder, I don't know. I, 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 I'm one of the few people who actually like Ricky Starks as a baby face uh-huh. uh, more than him as a heel. There's just something I, I, about him being like that flamboyant baby face that I like, even though it's, yeah, know. I agree with you a hundred percent there. And it, I don't know, it has something to do with 
I like I like how it's rare. I like having the flamboyant baby mm-hmm. face, the guy who's mm-hmm. kind of cocky, but Undersized. he backs it up. And that's yeah. that's the other thing. We have too many like Jungle Boy to me is tough as a heel because mm-hmm. not only is he super tiny, he's now a track star running from Hook. Who, by right. the way, Hook needs to learn how to exit a vehicle. He is maybe the worst I've ever seen. This child at opening he bumped a door. his own head. Oh my god! He about gave himself a concussion. And I wonder if that was a shoot because yeah, we just had the problem with Jungle Boy not being able to get out of the car yeah, because think- of the child lock, and then Hook. He almost died trying to get out. I hope that someone just ribbed him, like just was like oh, snuck in there so and too. like flipped that child lock <laughs> thing. Oh, if somebody had like a little uh, like a remote that could flip that child lock, that's so yeah. Funny just every time me. they unlocked it, they lock it again, like <laughs> like when you're a kid and they push the button when your brother was like trying to get in the car. Oh man, there's um, and this lawyer I used to work for. Uh, mm. He was he was my friend's dad. Um, I, I, uh, I clerked for him for about a year and at his house, like when he, when he gets home at night, he takes a shower and goes and sits down and watches his shows. Super serious guy who has a really good sense of humor, but always looks terrifying. Looks like mm-hmm. a, he's a frightening looking man. And, uh, one, one night we got her, we managed to get a remote online that matched his TV perfectly and all we would do for like an hour and a half, we hit outside in the dark and we changed it to this Mexican channel uh-huh. where it's just a dude in a bee, bee outfit. And we kept, sometimes we'd let him go 20 minutes and we change yeah. it back. He lost his mind. It was one of the best nights of my life. That's awesome. And so, yeah, somebody's basically doing that, doing that to hook. Yeah. Oh, um, by the way, at these SUVs, I hope they're getting money for this. They're, they're, these SUVs yeah. are featured these last couple of weeks. For sure. Um, still no Sue though. Still no Sue. No, no. Oh my God. If he just, if jungle boy just went flying into a vehicle is the wrong vehicle. And he jumps into Sue's minivan and she just speeds (laughs) off. She speeds off. Oh, that would be so good. Yeah. Um, also they had, there was this tiny thing I noticed, like once that vehicle actually did exit, Mm -hmm. they just had a random worker on the ground behind it. Who'd been beaten up, I guess, by hook. Was that, I guess I saw it. I think the logic was supposed to be Jungle Boy ran around the car, pulled the driver out, and got in the driver's oh, seat and drove that's off. Right. And that was the driver, but it okay. It made I, no sense in the movie. I assumed I, that's the thing. You had to make an assumption. Yeah, you had to make an assumption. I made the assumption that like Hook had to beat that guy up to get into the vehicle. You, however, have made much more sense. I think that's exactly right. That's what happened. I um. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. I hit a button. Uh, it was it, to leave the studio. I saved myself. Oh, there. yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, I don't want to leave the studio. Come on now. Um. All right. Let's see. What did you think of the match? What did you think of the match quality? I thought it was very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. You know, for all my complaining about CM Punk, he's. You know, he just tells really good stories, and this, this, this old gunslinger thing i'm I'm a sucker for that character and i thought he did a really good job of just playing the crowd of like making ricky look like he was hanging with him like he looked like he earned it but he still like still had to cheat yeah uh to get out i i liked how ricky just sort of ran up the things and then randomly jushin thunder liger comes out to present him a trophy (laughs) and and 
And <laughs> and Ricky just takes the trophy and runs off. And like Liger literally just stands there with his hands out, like going like, "What you know? Are we gonna hug or, or yeah, something? Like what, yeah, what? Well, anyway, put, guys, they sorry, put their arms you know. around each other and hold up right. the trophy, but no." No. Ricky had places to be. Yeah, which is very, very random. And I wish they had. I wish they at least had had Liger come out and present it to. Because it's cool that he was there. Yeah, it was really cool. It would have been cool if he had come out and presented it to Willow. Yeah. Uh, and then it you were sucks like, "Oh, how cool he's presenting!" To, yeah. My theory. Here's my theory for that. This is my logic theory for that. Okay. I think. Uh, I think they uh, mis miscommunicated. Had a miscommunication about when he needed to be dressed and ready. Hmm. And so it was like time for him to go out and present the trophy to Willow. And he was like, he's not just, in his Liger outfit yet. He's just and so Tony's his... like, oh, crap, crap. Give me a hat. I'll go out there. He's wearing and... nothing but black socks, boxers, right. and his <laughs> yeah. Liger hat. His Liger and his Liger hat, mask. his mask. Yeah. yeah. The little the little portal one that he wears, like, yep. you know, when oh, he throws man. on. <laughs> yeah, because that, that was weird. That was weird. Very strange. I just love that he he flew all the way from Japan just to come out for like ten seconds. Now we picked Willow to win, didn't we? Or it was kind of she was one of the final two. Um, yeah. I'm really glad she did. I love Me her too. I love we got a promo out of her um, mm-hmm. because she's just like she's so it's infectious. It's infectious enthusiasm that I'm really into. Yeah, and I think that's the reason everybody like latched onto her early on in Dark and and Elevation. Yep. Um, now she's gonna get an ROH title match on Friday. Like we we have another Can't wait for that. <laughs> three hours. Man. On Friday. They will literally be having two shows at once. Jesus Christ. On Friday. Oh my god. But that'll probably be a good match. But I haven't really been watching Ring of Honor. I finally canceled yeah. my Honor Club account that I've been paying for since they launched it. And well, I have not you, watched you, a single episode. You did what you could, but they're really not giving us any reason had to my tune support. in on AEW. Yeah. yeah. Um, one last thing on the Owen cup, um, mm-hmm. Paul Fontaine wanted me to comment on sky blues ring gear. <laughs> um, yes. I made some you calls to do it so that we didn't have to, I made some calls. Mm-hmm. My cardiologist recommends me to not discuss this. Okay. It wouldn't be good for my health. I'm very much in favor of the gear though. Yeah. That's all I'm allowed to say. Okay. Good gear. <laughs> um let's see Mar- martha by the way martha is always like this is the best i think she looks forward the entire year yeah to this cup being able to dress up i love put it on a giant hat yeah and tony clearly lets her say whatever she wants do yeah. what she wants and i love that for her i really I love that for her it's something i don't know i think about I think about guys like Jim Ross who they, they mm-hmm. lose their spouse and yeah. they're kind of afloat until they yes. get something to latch on to. Yes. And I'm sure Martha Hart has a great life and is mm-hmm. very active. Yeah. But I love that she gets to be a part of pro wrestling again mm-hmm. once or twice a year as in right. the intro and then the, the finals. Yeah. And, and I'm sure in her all yeah. out. Exactly. Conducting I'm sure in her, in her private life, she has rebuilt her life and yes, you know, for a long that. time. But publicly, she has been the grieving, bitter widow. For 20 years. Right, because that's all she ever gets asked about. It's the only reason they yeah. put her on TV is to talk about that. And so yeah. it's great that she now has this forum. You get to meet the real person. It gives her another yeah. way to connect to pro wrestling that's mm-hmm. not the grieving widow. And I, right. and I love that. Now, I didn't, I didn't, 
I love that she goes like full Kentucky Derby. Yes. I love yeah. that. I did yeah. I I do not remember what she was wearing on this one, but at the beginning, she yeah. goes all out. The giant yeah, she hat, had, she all was, of it. She was declaring it was gonna be like gangster hats or something. I don't remember what it was when they started <laughs> it. And then yeah. it was then it was cowboy hats because of the stampede. The stampede and But saddle. I love that. They need she needs to have a drink. They need to have like a yeah, this is like like the mint julep. They need to have a drink that you drink while watching Owen Cup matches, and she needs to some come out maple with like some sort of yeah. She needs to come out with some kind of whiskey sour kind of. They a hundred percent should do that. Yeah, hundred percent. They've hey AEW has its own champagne. It's That's time right. to have some. It's time to have some cocktails. Yeah. All right. That's uh. So I believe is that it for the heat index. That's it for the heat index. There yeah. was something I think we missed earlier in the show. Let's Maybe see. not. Oh, about... is Ring of Honor dead? We touched on it. Oh, there's, yeah. There's no time to watch there. it. There's no time to watch it. No, and there's a pay-per-view this Friday. Oh, my God. And the only reason I know any of the matches that are happening, other than Athena versus Willow, is because I checked Twitter right before uh-huh. we started recording, and Tony Khan had tweeted out two matches... One of them is kind of a big deal. So Shibata versus Garcia for the pure title. So they set Ooh, that up. Okay. They didn't really announce it. Right. That's that's official. Uh, Lucha Brothers, if you might recall, are actually the ROH Tag Team Champions. I had totally forgotten. Yeah. And I actually had forgotten to wonder where they are. Yeah. Which So not, not only have you forgotten thing. they were champions, but you forgot that they were around. Yeah. So they're going to be in a four-way tag match for the tag titles with Good Lucha Lord. Brothers, Lucha Brothers versus The Kingdom, uh-huh. versus Best Friends. Ooh. ROH Stalwarts, Best Friends. That's right. Uh, versus Aussie <laughs> Open. Holy crap. That's a good The match. returning Mark Fletcher. Mark Is that his name, Mark Fletcher? No. Yeah. Who, no? No. Kyle Fletcher and Kyle Mark Fletcher. uh I forgot his last name. I just went blank. Nobody knows. So someone's yelling it while they're listening to this. But uh, yeah, so he was injured, and everyone's like, "When's he gonna be back? Is he be back for All In?" You know, because everyone yeah. thought all you know Aussie Open versus FTR at All In would be like the the dream match, right? And they just randomly announce him for ROH pay per view. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we don't know who Joe is facing. I don't think, mm-hmm. and we don't know. Who seems Claudio like Claudio will be defending the world championship against because seems Mark like Briscoe is getting knee should... surgery. Oh my lord, that sucks. Yeah, you know I'm sure they'll talk about this on Collision, but it would be nice to have more than 24 hours notice. Well, Collision will be the day after notice. it. Oh, that's right. This is a Friday. They have to be Dynamite. They'll have to talk about it on Dynamite. Yeah, but I or bet they can they do just, it on Rampage do, while the show is happening. <laughs> It just tell you like what's happening on the a, show. A one minute segment is yeah. gonna, it's going to be something like that. Yeah, um, it's a real shame, but yeah, they're not giving me reasons to watch. Tell me the matches. Mm-hmm. Give me do a thirty second or do, do a two minute video package. Yeah, on on either Rampage or Collision. I mean, right. Collision or Dynamite. Right. Telling us what's happening in ROH. It's your yeah. product. You're I'm the sure... one trying to make money with it. Right. And I'm sure like Sam is listening to this and she follows it and is like, here's all the matches that's going to be. Sam could sell but the she show. She watches it better than AEW because they're not trying to sell the show. Right. Because that's insane. I'm sure if you're watching the show, you have a better idea of what's happening. But like, 
uh, they're just making no effort. That's no. why I'm, yeah. And it's a real shame. It's a real shame. Um, also, I really wish they would have gone. Clearly, they, they see Tony said he brought it to Warner Media. Mm-hmm. They clearly weren't interested. I'm mm-hmm. surprised they didn't put it on True TV, but hey. But there's loads of other networks. I mean, there's loads of other networks out there. There's only a few that they could have sold it to. Mm-hmm. But Reels has is the number one cable network every weekend. Number one. Mm-hmm. And we did a deal with MLW for pre-recorded shows. Imagine yeah. if we would have been approached to do live ROH shows. Mm-hmm. I think it's a deal that Saturday could have been done. At, Saturday nights at... Uh... It could have just immediately followed on Patrol Live. Yeah. You roll right into it. It's a little late at Do night. It right after collision. Yeah, exactly. And uh instead of right before. I think it would have been a good idea and but no, nobody approached any they only did Warner Media and I, I get Tony's wanting to He's, yeah, do a good all deal his with eggs them. Are that one basket. But I'm worried about that. That's I'm really I'm worried, worried too, over the fact that Warner Brothers does not give a rip about you. No, not at all. Like they and, might be happy with them, and with the with the writer strike and the actor strike, their stock went way up. But it did go way up. But the, I am still worried. They don't have a deal yet. No, they should have had a deal a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if they're, you know, the stock, the ideas it would go up with the writer strike. But I'm wondering if it's kind of staying the same because it's like rider strike, fall mm-hmm. and collision ratings, mm-hmm. and they know they're going to get hammered. Yeah. They have to know they're going to get hammered this fall. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, I feel I'm like it's the very old, concerned. Uh, what's the uh, what's the old saying of like why buy the cow when you get the milk for free? Yeah, kind of thing. I think like Tony has been bending over backwards so much to show that he's quote a good partner to them. Yeah. That they're like, well, why would we? Why He's going go to give us whatever we Why want. would we be pursuing you? Yeah. And we don't have to. We're just going to wait and we're going to take all the programming you want to give us and we'll give you mm-hmm. money for it. Yeah. But like, we'll give you more money when we're good and ready to and when we need to. And right now we don't need to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's very concerning, though. That's it's that's been in my head all week that. Yeah. This shouldn't still be going. This should have been a quick deal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, even double, even just doubling them, I think would have been a really good deal for Warner Media. Yeah, for AW. The all in thing is the... what's made, given me concern. Is yeah, because that means that means that they means didn't make a separate deal. They or a, that or means a they, deal or any of that stuff. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if the issue might not be that Max can't do live right now. You know, it's a big deal that Netflix came in doing yeah. lives, but they do uh, one soccer. of the first two. One of the first two, they messed up badly. Yeah. Um, the soccer, I'm wondering if that's, if there's some other infrastructure for that. I don't yeah. Know. And they're just kind of beaming it in. Or what if um, they did, uh, what if they did it on, on TV TBS? For free. Yeah. Yes. What if they did it on TBS on a Sunday afternoon. Imagine, an afternoon, doing, imagine doing like a commercial an, free, commercial yeah. free show, have, have product placement, all that mm-hmm. three hours. It would be, I think it would do huge ratings. Mm-hmm. On at a time spot where you usually wouldn't have big ratings. Yeah, the fact it's going to be a pay per view is very concerning to me, which mm-hmm. means they were given no other options. That means they're given no other options because that's the pay per view is not. I guess yeah. it's. I mean, the, BR this time, is owned this time by, Warner. Yeah, yeah, they own W. It's basically their streaming service, and it used yeah. to be other things, but basically all it is now is AEW's pay per view platform, and it's a terrible platform. It's so yeah. bad. 
Yeah. It's so bad. But yeah, that that's the concern that they weren't given. They had no other options. They're having to do it on pay-per-view. Maybe they're going to do it for, for cheap. Maybe, you know, if it's $20, but I'm wondering if, I'm wondering if they might get, I'm sure they'll have a package that sets a, there needs to be a package for sure. Um, But what I, but I'm, I'm mad because I got a deal on fight Mm-hmm. That where I bought all the rest of the pay-per-views for the year, but this one's like not part of those four, amount, and this was not part of it. And yeah. so if there's if I have to pay some higher price because it's a standalone because I've already paid for one, yeah, that's going to be really annoying. That is going to be really annoying. So I'm hoping we have more information on this next week, because mm-hmm. um, this to me this is one of the biggest stories out there, and nobody's really talking about it. Yeah, like it's one of the biggest stories. The fact that everyone thought there's going to be this big thing with with mm-hmm. Max and all, and none of this has come to fruition. There's still I no think, deal. I, I think everybody's been who talked big about the billion dollar deal. Their like sphincters are just slowly. <laughs> Everyone's I think just you're 100 right on that. Just trying to like. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's loosen our sphincters and move ahead to what's coming up this week on NAEW. Not a lot announced. So blood and guts on Wednesday, which I'm sure will take I, up a whole hour. I love the idea that th- there's going to be the crossover with shark week. Yeah. With yeah. blood. Cause we know we're getting blood. Yeah. I hope they just give us nothing but blood. I hope they I just hope bring all, in a shark. All, yeah, I, exactly. I hope may have the shark suspended over the, over the cage. Yeah. Um, have drop it in. I hope Paul Fontaine is to turn this show off. I hope he's just <laughs> not able to handle the yeah. level of blood we get in yeah. Shark Week. Uh, yeah, so that'll blood be guts good. Guts is big. Yeah, it is. It's always awesome too. Yeah. Um, MGF and Adam Cole versus Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia in the Blind Eliminator Finals, better than you, Bebe Invitational. I like that. I like that we showed this week that Sammy Guevara isn't down with the cheating. Mm-hmm. But he's not completely against it. Like he still wants yeah. to win. Yeah. Um, and so now you have a little bit of seasoning to this duo mm-hmm. where there's potential friction, which yeah. there's also, of course, pot- potential insanity with Adam Cole and MJF. Yeah. To me, it adds just a little bit of spice <laughs> so that they need to this. this do you match. have them win? Or do you think this is an angle? Because if they win, they're getting a title shot against FTR. I really hope they win. I really hope they win. MGF and Adam Cole against FTR. Yeah. And of um, course things would go wild. Things would yeah. somebody would turn on somebody. Yeah. Um that's what I want. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna make no prediction here, but that's yeah. what I would like to happen. Uh, we're gonna and see that double clothesline though. We we have to see the double by the way, I hate that the commentators didn't pick it up till the fact they tried to go for the double clothesline, couldn't hit it. Yeah. And then twice they got hit they got with hit. a singles double clothesline, yep. but they only said that on the second one. Nobody yeah. mentioned it on the first one. That's right. And they, sh- I don't know, they should have had a heads up about that. Yeah. Because to me that was comedy. They, they, yeah. They can't hit one, but everybody's hitting them on yeah, them. Yeah, everybody's hitting them. Yeah. What did you think? By the way, what did you think of that tag team of Big Bill? What do you think? And, and I Brian like that Cage? team. I, I hope like they that keep team. them together. Yeah. And create some some dual moves. You know, yeah. like uh, like, the Road like Master Blaster 2.0 or something. Yeah, like. something like that. It's what I've been. It's what I've been yep. wanting the yep. entire time in AEW. The the monster heel tag team, mm-hmm. and that's perfect. Yeah, like you said last week, when Brian Cage is the little guy. Yeah, you've got a hell of a team. Yeah, 
And <laughs> and they kind of showed this week that almost anyone's going to have trouble with him. Mm-hmm. Just Big Bill with his size. Also, yeah. I hope they – I'd love for them to get the title, the, go for the titles at least because mm-hmm. we've, we've seen Big Bill featured not too long ago. Brian well, Cage has been underused. That's one of the questions. That's one of the questions since it's an eliminator tournament. And we now know that eliminator means if you lose, you can never challenge that champion again. Oh, that's right. Does that mean, does that mean just the people who win the tournament get the eliminator match or every team when you lose, you can, you, you, that's your only shot to ever get close to the title match against FTR. Which I really like that because I want I, I like I I want to see this match, but I don't want Adam Cole and MJF to be tagging forever. I'd love to them, right. for them to be buddies. I'd really like to see. I don't know. There's a lot of things I would like to see come out of this that's not going to happen because Tony Khan doesn't make decisions on the fly ever. Um, a lot of people are wanting full face MJF to come out of this. I don't. You? I, I don't either. Um. To me, I love the fact that we know he's a heel. We know there's going to be the turn. Everyone knows, but you're just in, in smiling while you're yeah. un- enjoying the ride. Yeah. And, yeah. and of course, he's going to turn probably during the title match. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they, don't, they, they need that because everyone enjoys them together so much. Mm-hmm. They need to never be able to com- compete for that title again. I... I I could see them having this match where there's little ways that they're trying to screw each other over during the match, but yeah. somehow they still win. <laughs> I wouldn't mind them having the titles for a little while. Yeah. Like they keep, like they keep catching each other, trying to turn on the other. Yeah. And because that they keep be catching each other, and turn each on the other, they never they turn it. and therefore win the match. Yeah. Each time they love that they caught the other guy. Yeah. And yeah. they love each other more and more yes. as they keep trying to screw over each other. <laughs> I, Kevin, that is a great idea. I love that so much. Um, okay, so this is a big episode of Dynamite. Blood yeah. and Guts, this match, Hook versus Jack Perry. Yeah. That's a big one. I'm really – that dive, Jungle Boy's dive into that vehicle sold me on this yeah. entire feud. <laughs> it's all I want in the world now to yeah. see Hook tossing him around. This is Hook's first and, loss? I don't know. I I, I, I push time. Hook. Jack Perry is not hot. Nope. Hook Hook gets a pop no matter where he is or when. Mm-hmm. I think I think you you put Hook over. I think Hook should win this match. I, I think Jack's going to take that title. He's probably going to screw him over mm-hmm. uh, and cheat and take that FT, that FTW title, which is a real shame considering mm-hmm. everybody thought he'd be world champion by now. Right. And he's <laughs> he's struggling to get the FTW yeah. championship, which I don't think he should get. No, no, no. Just go hang out the peach pit, kid. Come on yeah. now. Yeah. That's mean. He's a good wrestler. Can't talk for shit. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Then we've rampage. got on Rampage. They got what the is Royal the... Rampage. Good. I forgot Lord. about that. I did too. Two ring battle royal. Right. Because um, they have was... it set up for blood and guts. So yeah. they do the two the big two ring battle royal. So last year, I had completely forgotten about this, but last year there was the one that Brody King won by choking out Darby. Oh, Never dangled them off the side of the ring and forgot. Yeah, that was in that match. Okay, so uh, that's exciting. I I love battle royals. Yeah, I love that. I'm hoping they do something similar this year. I'm sure they will put somebody over big time like they did there. 
Yeah. Um, all right. This is, oh man, I have to watch Rampage this week. I'm going to, I'm going to pick Hobbs for that. Okay. Just random. Um, I don't know. I don't even know if he's in it, but I'm sure he uh, is. If it's a two ring battle Royal, everybody's it's, in it. It's not going to be big bill. I've already put him over in a battle Royal. Yeah. Um, that's a really good, that's really, by the way, I am, I, I, AEW had me ready for a new signing every week forever. Mm-hmm. They haven't had anybody new come in in so long. Mm-hmm. It's hurting my heart. Yeah. Even though I don't, they don't need anybody else. They have too many people as it is. Right, right. They've got all these people buried on, on ROH. Yeah. But still, I'm like, man, I'd love for somebody new to come into that battle royal. Yep. It doesn't, even if it's just cheeseburger, like just somebody. <laughs> um, let's see. Then we've got ROH Death for Dishonor. We, yeah, talked, we about talked about that. that. In Collision, we have no idea. <laughs> No clue. There's nothing. I went and looked. Collision. I was like, "Is there anything about Collision?" There might have been something they announced, but I, I didn't catch it, and I don't. I looked around. I couldn't find anything. So who knows what's going to happen on Collision? Collision will be good. Collision's always good. Collision has always been good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then we've got our major shows coming up. August second, the two hundredth episode of Dynamite. Yeah. All in, all out, and for some reason, Kevin. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in all out whatsoever. None. I'm interested in yeah. all in and I'm interested in grand slam. Yeah. Makes no sense, but that's what I'm yeah. interested in. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I, somebody, I think I suggested it, but someone else was like, yeah, a lot of people have said that was, um, if, what if all in was actually kind of the dynamite show and oh. all out was the collision crew. I wouldn't be at all surprised if that's what this is. That wouldn't surprise me like at all. You don't have punk. You don't have Ricky Starks. Yeah. You, you don't do. have FTR at all in. I don't know though. I can't see all, uh, FTR not being at all in, but I would we'll be really interested in seeing that just to see how it would work. Yeah. To see how well they could pull that off. I can't see punk passing up the uh, 75,000 seat show though. No, not at all. Um, I think they'll just keep them on opposite sides of the arena. Yeah. Um, because I honestly don't think each side has enough major storylines to sell those Mm -hmm. shows. Mm -hmm. I think it has to happen together. Yep. All right. And should have been on dynamite. You've got one this week. Yeah. (laughs) Minoru Suzuki was on. Hey, EW with RJ city this week. What did you say to me? Uh, Minoru Suzuki. Oh my God. Was on. Hey, EW with RJ city this week. It was. (sighs) Great. Yeah. Um, Minoru Suzuki was very talkative. Okay. Um, and I have no idea what he said, and neither does RJ City. <laughs> but they, they, I'm in. I'm they had in. a great conversation. I just don't think either of them had it with each other. And But it did. It's worth watching at least, at least, if not watching to the end, skipping to the end because it has a great payoff at the end. What? Okay. That's great to know. What is your take right now? on RJ city. Is he over with you? I, Oh, no. your face. No, I, like, there's ah, no, our, our, I will defend RJ city has something and there's somewhere that he can be used. Well, I yes, don't think they've, I agree. They have I agree. It. Cause there's sometimes I really enjoy him. And there's sometimes I really don't enjoy him. Yeah. And it's somebody they, again, they need to figure out where that is. Cause he is talented. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to say, uh, there's a good place for him. Just don't know yeah, where it is yet. Just like you is. said. Yeah. 
But um, he just needs to go hang out with Harley Cameron until they figure it out. We didn't talk about the Harley Cameron's music video. Oh, no, we didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't consult the cardiologist on this one, but she can <laughs> she can she can rap. She's not bad. Yeah. yeah. She can um, sing. She can rap. She's I really hope this leads to I hope this leads to a rap battle. I hope this leads to diss tracks from each side every week. Yeah. And I love the idea that Harley Cameron alone is feuding yeah. with the acclaimed. With the entire acclaimed. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not um, even giving the rest of the group the time of day. No, and Harley. nor do they need to. Yeah. Nor do they need to. Harley is all we need out of it. That's the one thing that will have come out of this group. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll say this. As much as, as, as great a distaste as I have for QT Marshall, he all, he's always given the rejects, mm-hmm. kind of, and, and one always seems to kind of get over. Yeah. And that's, I'm sure a lot of that is him working with these kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though they're in their 30s, I'm sure. Um, right. <laughs> but Harley looked great. Yep. Good song, mm-hmm. um, showed some skill. Really interested to see where this goes. And I'm really interested to see if she becomes a wrestler. Yeah. I mean, I think she is a wrestler. I just don't know if she's very good. Yeah. 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 That's what I kind of mean. In AEW, will she be a wrestler? And we'll know. We'll know because they've had some, they've had some bad ones. So if they don't let her wrestle, she's really bad. Yeah. I think she'll be like a wrestler. Like Jim Cornette was a wrestler. Like, yeah, I'm down in there and have some like, you know, She'll be more of a um, more of a diva type. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that that would suit her well. Again, she has the look for it. Mm-hmm. Um, she has the attitude for it. Um, and hey, and, but you know, Anna J made it, so that's right. <laughs> let's go. Just yeah. let's go. Right. Oh my God. All right. Well. I think that's it for the week. Anything else we need to touch on before we head out? We're a little bit over. All right. From me, from Kevin Ely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media. You know what? I'm going to start that over. I was very far away from the microphone. From me, from Kevin Ely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, have a great week, everybody. We hope to see you back here again next Tuesday.